Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. In the woods, it's your turn for your watch. Uh, when you got the bright idea that you were going to speak to this horrifying thing in deep speech, and it responded to you uh, by telling you that you have blood on your hands. Uh, that is what it said. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do or say uh, before you s- kind of see what else this thing is going to do. Yeah, so I'm going to continue talking to it in deep speech, and I'm just going to ask, what does it mean by me having blood on my hands? Uh, it kind of snorts a bit, as if it's like smelling the air or smelling you, and its yellow eyes kind of like kind of shrink down a bit, as it, almost as if it's glaring at you. And it says... Your hands drip with so much blood, Elianad. All they do is just exude blood. Drip, drip, drip. And the thing kind of shifts around. I. Uh, what would you like to ask or say next? What do you want from us? What do you want from this group? Put out the campfire, and I'll devour the two of them. You want blood, and I can provide that blood. Your blood calls for blood. It's in your veins, Elianad. Okay, well, whatever you think, I don't want them dead. Um... What do you want from me? What do you want? I don't understand what you want. I'm not putting the fire out. In time, there will be a moment when the light is not with you. For you, you have to travel through these woods and get lucky that I do not catch you every single time. But I only need to be lucky once. 
and it steps back into the darkness. And its yellow eyes fade from sight and seem to bound past trees behind you. And you feel like it's circling the camp again. Okay, so it's done talking to me? It seems to. Okay, then I guess I'm just going to go back by the campfire. You go back to the campfire, and you have a nasty impression that you're being watched, but it certainly doesn't talk to you. Some hours pass. The sun starts rising. Garden and Aegon. You guys wake up, and you had uh, really bad dreams. Garden, you don't quite remember exactly what your dreams entail, just that you didn't really have a very restful night of sleep. Uh, however, Aegon, you dreamed of your siblings back from when you were young. It was kind of almost started as nice dreams, and then it you had the uh, distinct impression that they were sort of getting away from you. Like something had happened and they were sort of, you sort of lost them between the, the you know, grasp of your hands. Uh, and you just wake up with this really melancholy kind of bad feeling. But you guys are all awake and you guys clear up the camp, start eating breakfast and you guys can talk about uh, anything you'd like. Uh... Elianad, how was uh, your shift? Well, that thing finally spoke to me. Oh, the wolf came back? Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't speak to me, really. Not until I spoke to it in deep speech. I figured that was a good idea since all of this craziness out here has been talking to us in deep speech. And basically, I think it's just trying to get into our heads. Like, it keeps telling me uh, there's a ton of blood on my hands and uh then it did say and this is something that obviously we need to take into account that there will be a time when there is no light and we have to continue to be lucky but all it's going to take is for it to be lucky once and it will devour us i mean it doesn't seem to like the fire obviously it doesn't like light I don't think it has anything to do with fire necessarily. I think it's right. light because it scurries away in the daytime, but it's always hiding in the shadows at night. So, so are, I mean, are we under the assumption that the wolf and this gelatinous thing, it's the same thing? Yeah, that's the impression that we have. You guys eat breakfast, finish clearing up camp, and not far from the campsite, you see another one of those trails 15 feet across rolling its way towards the uh, uh, the farm uh, where you guys had run away from. And uh, that trail was not there when you guys arrived in the evening. Okay. You guys see that? Yeah. Looks like it's headed yeah. back towards the direction we came here from. All right. Um, so I know we, we kind of got lost in the middle of the night. Do we know where we are exactly? Uh, make us, well, uh, you certainly know your way back to the farm, if this trail can be trusted. 
but if you'd like to know exactly where you're at, go ahead and make a survival check, and I can give you better kind of directions. All right, with guidance. Go right ahead. That is a 15. With a 15, you uh, have a good idea of uh, not only where Lava Cloud Village would be, the farm is, uh, but you also feel like you're probably not super far from the uh, abandoned mansion. Uh, you think that, you know, you guys had been traveling roughly in that direction, maybe a little off course. Uh, so you can probably get there probably maybe within an hour or so tops. Uh, whereas uh, at this point, it would probably be almost a day's travel to get you back to town directly. Though if you wanted to avoid the farm, that would probably be an extra day as you travel all the way around trying to avoid the uh, Swiftvine farm. All right. Um, can I use speak with animals? I want to see if uh, I can find something to check the farm out and see if that monster's still there. Absolutely. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, roll me a d20 for the animals that are around. Animal handling? Uh, animal handling, uh, well, the spell lets you ask small favors of them. Isn't that right? Yeah, I can uh, persuade them to do a task. Okay, or, get in, or get info from them. So if it's nothing, uh, I, I'm going to rule that so long as it's not life-threatening, you would just ask them to do it. If it's something that could potentially cause them danger, you'd have to make an animal handling check. But for now, just roll a d20 and let's see what animals are around. All right, I got a natural 20. Bo, uh, what animal did you want to be around? Uh... Uh... You got a natural guess... 20. Uh, so long as you don't tell me shark, I'll pretty much roll with it. No crows either. <laughs> yeah, no crows yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, can Maybe I get a hawk? Absolutely. Uh, from uh, 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 As you, you walk up to one of the branches and there's like a little squirrel and you're like, oh, could you, you know, go to the this, this farm? The little squirrel's like, what? I'm not going there. And then, like a, uh, a falcon just lands on the branch and kills the squirrel instantly and looks at you. <laughs> I said a natural 20, Craig. What are you doing? <laughs> the falcon looks at you and is like, uh, are you going to eat this? It's all yours, buddy. Oh, well, thanks, man. And it proceeds to start chomping down on the squirrel. Falcon twist. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I was wondering if you could do me a favor. Uh, yeah, what's the favor? Um, back this way, and I point towards the farm. Um, we encountered something, a monster of types. Have you seen this? Mm, is it the, the the Great Wall of Sludge? I think uh, we're talking about the same thing right now. Yeah. It's, it's been here for many years. Uh, maybe five years? Longer? Okay. Do you remember when you first saw it? Hmm. Like, do you remember if there was anything, a particular event when it showed up? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't too long after uh, the light fell from the, the sky. Like a meteor? Because <laughs> we've heard about a meteor. Hmm. Some some of your regular 
humanoid ways I don't quite understand. I'm not sure what a meteor is, but a piece of heaven fell from the sky. It landed at that farm where the wall of sludge patrols around. Okay. Um, could you scout that area and see if it's still out and about? Of course. For me, this is a simple task. I only come to this land to feed when I'm at my most hungry. Otherwise, I avoid it. Has, has, the, has your food, the animals, have they seemed different? Do they taste different? Indeed. Only when I'm at my most hungry do I come to the, these forests. Okay. This one, and he sort of lifts up the skull of the dead squirrel and puts it back on the branch with his uh, talons. He says, this one does not seem disfigured. It does not taste terrible. But some of the others, they, they're odd. Their eyes pop out of their head and coil around their bodies. They can see me coming from above them. But normally they should not. This forest has become a terrible place. Yeah, there's definitely something odd with this area. I will go well, and investigate you... your farm. I'll Thank be you. back in moments. For me, it's a trifling matter. <laughs> and the falcon takes off into the air. And, uh, yeah, just like a, just like a bolt of lightning. And the, uh, falcon is gone for maybe a minute or so, not very long. And a moment later, the falcon tears back out of the sky, lands on the branch, takes another bite of the squirrel, and, uh, looks to the, uh, looks to you, Aegon. He can't speak with any of the others. And he says, yes. I, uh, I landed down on the crumbling roof of the farmhouse. There is indeed something moving in the barn. All right. Well, I appreciate you checking. Um, and then I use Druidcraft to spout some berries or something. I, I say, I know I know you prefer meat, but these berries are all I can offer you. Friend, these are trying times. It means a lot that you would offer me any sustenance. If you have need of me, call. What was your name? Ooh, what is our falcon's name? <laughs> uh, let's see. How about... How about Tanagarius? <laughs> uh, what was that? Uh, their uh, uh, garden. I said Thanagarius. <laughs> Thanagarius, it is. Thanagarius. <laughs> I am known as Thanagarius. Uh, does anyone speak Elvin? Uh, no, no one does. No. Nope, then uh, that name doesn't amount to much to you. You don't really know what it would mean. Sounds fancy. Cool. <laughs> All right, thank you. And then I uh, I tell them basically everything that it said about 
the thing falling from the sky. The earth had fallen, is the way he put it. A piece of heaven. I, piece of heaven. Which uh, is likely the meteor that people have talked about. Mm. So, uh, if and he is still by the farm. It seems like he's in the barn. I. Uh, by the way, uh, you still have quite a few minutes left of your spell because uh, Thadagarius is so fast. Uh, if you guys have questions that you want relayed through uh, uh, Aegon, by all means, ask away. Uh, Thadagarius was a natural twenty when it comes to hunting for an animal. So, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, uh, He's now kind of an ally to you guys, if you want to view Sweet. him that way. Sweet. Ask him if he's seen any other, um, any other strange creatures, I mean, besides the wildlife, you know, or, um, yeah, any other strange creatures in the area. All right. So I asked him, I said, you know, aside from the monster over by the farm and the strange creatures, does it seem to be just one or two? Does it seem to be like there's more strange creatures? He says, there are many th strange things in this forest these days. He says, uh, I don't frequently travel at night. My vision is not as well then. An owl, I am not. However, uh, I occasionally see lights bobbing through the woods. I also sometimes have the horrible impression that I'm being watched even from sometimes miles in the air. Is that just at night or during the day too? At many mm. times. Okay. Ask it if it's seen more than one of those sludge things. Yeah. I have only ever seen one. The one that patrols around that farm. It skulks across the countryside occasionally at night. Uh, there could be more than one, but I've only ever seen one at a time. Have you ever seen any in the north? He says, ah, the north is typically where I make my home. Uh, its forests have not been corrupted as this horrible spread of blight seems to encompass more every year. He says, I have. I've seen it rolling through forests in the north, heading to the south. It seems to okay. not like the sunlight, but I have seen the sun touch it, and it continues to act. Okay. Anything else? Mm. All right. So I think that Agarius, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely speak again, I'm sure. Thedegarius lets you know that uh, he has lived in these uh, forests for some time. Uh, and while his perspective is certainly different than that of somebody who lives in the town or is a farmer or anything like that, uh, if you ever need uh, a, uh, a perspective that has a touch of the fae, by all means, you can call on him. All right, cool. Uh, are you, well, you're a druid. You would uh, have a, probably a pretty good idea. Fae is... Uh, 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 a designation of creatures or or spirits that are kind of touched by nature magic. Okay. You think that Agarius might be a fey-touched falcon? Cool. And that Agarius finishes his squirrel and uh, <laughs> flies off with a ah! 
<laughs> so majestic. All right, so it did say that it um it noticed bouncing lights at night, like lanterns. And I I will say I did notice mm. one last night before we went to bed. So like it looked like a person walking through, or like wh- what? I actually don't remember, Craig. What what was the description of the thing bouncing? Uh, yeah, it looked like a, a light bouncing in the darkness that you assumed was like a lantern. Uh, okay. So you don't know that it was a person, but at the very least, it matched that kind of description. Okay. Mm. So I don't know if it's someone from the sh- the chateau patrolling or what, but... Well, it's got to be something creepy if it's living out here with that creepy sludge goo thing. That's a fair point. All right, so how far are we from the chateau? Uh, you were, uh, what did I say, like uh, uh, maybe an hour or so away from the chateau. Uh, you also, of course, it can go back to Lava Cloud Village, or you can double back the kind of the opposite way and uh, avoid the farm, avoid the chateau, and try to get back to the sh- uh, to Lava Cloud Village within a couple of days with hopefully not much trouble. What's everyone hopefully. voting on what to do? What do you guys want to do? Garden? Hmm. Garden I think we should, oh, yeah. we should go back to the, uh, go back to the village. You want to go back to Lava Cloud? You want to go through the farm? If we can do it stealthily and just... Can you do it stealthily? That's the question. That, that is the <laughs> ultimate question, uh, my friend. Uh, you could always take off your armor. And could. be naked be naked and exposed to the elements? No, no thank you. Naked. And really your armor isn't providing any warmth. It's metal. How long I, would it take him to put the armor back on? Uh taking the armor off takes about uh uh a few turns. Uh putting armor on, it's like five minutes. It's not something you can do in the middle of battle. I mean, if it's something that we wanted to do, go back and investigate the, uh, take a look at the farm. I mean, I could stand as a lookout while you guys uh, stealth around. Okay. If that's um, an option. All right. I have an idea. Uh-huh. If I turn into a horse, I can ride a garden into the farm. And Ali and I, you could stealth your way. Okay. You're going to stealth him in as a horse? Yes. <laughs> Tiptoe as a horse? <laughs> yes. so uh here's the thing uh you yourself would have a better stealth role than uh uh garden for sure but you would have a big armored guy on your back and that would give you disadvantage on stealth oh come on craig you think the uh, walking wind chime doesn't magically <laughs> become silent because he's on the back of a horse, all right? right. If and anything, it's worse. Yeah, if you're galloping, you're going to have that movement of his of his armor. If, don't be wrong. If you want to just bolt through the farm and try to get out as fast as you can and be the distraction, that'll absolutely be something that works because that's very distracting. <sighs> uh, and you could certainly move slow as a horse so that it's not making, like, tons of noise. Gosh. But you still have uh, uh, the maracas on your back that are, you know, rattling around. (laughs) 
Plus, well, if we're in the daytime, then we don't have to worry about the thing chasing us in the well, daylight. Well, I mean, chase us it in the daylight. Us, yeah. oh, that's, oh, that's right. All right, that's so right. here's the it's new the idea. Wolf. All right, so new idea, guys. New idea, guys. All right, so Elianod stealths her way to the farm as fast as she can. And then I, on a riding horse, speed through so we both end at the same time. I, that's a plan. What do you guys think? It, it's just a matter of uh, <laughs> the 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 horse the the horse and his knight <laughs> still have the advantage that they can keep running, and Elianod has to pray she doesn't get noticed. Listen, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, I'll try it. We're doing it. All right, we're heading to Lava Cloud through the farm. Sure thing. I uh, so I. Uh, <laughs> It still takes a bit of time to get back to the the farm because you know you had spent almost a day traveling you know uh, before. Uh, so uh, go ahead and uh, make me checks for traveling, survival to find your way, survival to find food and water, survival to find herbs, uh, perception right, to keep survival watch, to find stealth. way. I'll do stealth. I'll keep an eye out. Sure thing. I got a nineteen on finding our way. I got a, I got a seventeen for uh, looking out, and I got a twenty-three for stealth. So you guys are basically kind of following the the trail of the the creature that stalked you guys and went back to the farm, uh, and so it's relatively easy to get yourself back to the the you know the the blighted land again. Uh, Garden, uh, as you're getting closer to the, the blighted farm and the trees start becoming more desiccated and crumbling apart, uh, you notice that there is, uh, much like the, the, the falcon had kind of stated, uh, you don't really detect as much life as you get closer to that land. Uh, and when you do see life, uh, you occasionally see like an old crow uh, on a branch, and you have to kind of double take because it doesn't seem quite right. Its eyes kind of bulge out of its head in a weird way, and for a second you almost think you see a black bird that has like a third leg before it flutters off away from you guys, and you just get a nasty feeling. Uh, Elliot, you do a pretty good job of covering up your guys' trail, uh, and before long, uh, it gets into the probably the mid to late afternoon uh, and you find yourselves back at the Swift Vine Farm. All right. Elianad, what do you want to do? So I have to stealth out of here, right? Like stealth past the farm, right? Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to check out the farm too, if you like. Yeah. I mean, you can do what you want, I suppose. You can do what you want. <laughs> this isn't my idea. This was your big idea, so no, I'm not checking anything out. All right. Elliot, are you going to uh, stealth your way back to the road? That's the plan. Sure. So where you're at right now, uh, <laughs> you see that there is a... Uh, uh, well, actually, make a perception I... check. With guidance? With guidance. Add a d4. 18. With an 18 Elianad, you take a look out into the, the this decayed land. You see the back of the farmhouse. Uh, there is a, a cellar door in the back. 
uh, that leads into, you know, the basement area, the cellar. Uh, you see a, uh, nearby that is a back door to the farmhouse that's all boarded up and, but also rotting away. Uh, it looks like the, uh, uh, the cellar door is also boarded and shut up, but, you know, once again, all the wood is falling to pieces and basically turning to dust. Uh, aside from that, you see the old barn further, uh, uh, out to the, from this angle would be like the right of the side of the house. Uh, did you want to go around like the left side? Do you want to go closer to the barn? Do you want to go around so you're going behind the barn? What would you prefer? Uh, well, I'm going to stay like by the house. I'd rather not go on the barn side, like if I can help that. Sure, that's fine. Uh, it's not like you have bushes or much to, to worry about because it's all just rotted <laughs> land. Uh, so go ahead and make a stealth check if you'd like to go ahead and do that. Can she do that with guidance still? Like, I'm still by her at this moment, right? Uh, as of right now, she could, but further stealth checks, she would right. not have that. Okay. So that's going to be not stealthy since I got a natural one. Ooh. First of the day. Ooh. Yes. I. Uh, so what did you... Uh, oh, that's a fail. Okay. I. <laughs> uh, so, I uh, you... Creep your way to the back of the house. Uh, Garden and Aegon, make me perception checks. Okay. It's a seven. I also have a seven. Kind of weird, but I'll take it. Uh, (laughs) With sevens, you see the barn all the way out into the field. And as Elianod is is like walks up to the back of the house, uh she bumps into uh, uh the you know kind of the some of the wood that's fallen off the house and fallen to the ground and it snaps loudly. And you guys see the 15 foot wide slime roll out of the barn and kind of wiggle and recoil a bit. And then rolls back into the sun. It seems like it was maybe testing. Like it didn't like the sun, but it can tolerate it. And Elianod at the back of the house does not see this. When you say it rolled back in the sun, like it came out of the barn entirely? It is out of the barn. It is currently rolled out. Yep. Okay. Fun. It is quite a distance away. Uh, you know, it's like you know, three hundred feet or whatever from where you're at now. Some you probably even further away. Uh, quite a distance. Uh, but you know, maybe a hundred feet from where you're at is Alienod. You know, with her back against the 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 you know farmhouse, uh, and this thing has rolled out into the blighted land. What would you guys like to do, uh, Aegon? All right. Garden, do you see it? Uh, yeah, I want no parts of that. <laughs> well, we got to do something because Elianad's out there and I don't think she sees it. So well, I think the, I think the new plan is I'm going to turn into a war horse and I'm going to get its attention and draw it away from you guys and you guys just go through. 
Okay. Uh, Aegon, uh, if you want, make me an intelligence check. I can uh, give you a few uh, bits of insight there. With guidance? No, because it's just no. going off memory. Okay. Uh, man, where is... Oh, that's a... it's a 13. With a 13, uh, there's a few things to consider. Uh, you remember uh, that it could launch bits of itself at range. So being far away and faster than it doesn't necessarily protect you completely from it. Uh, and also, you're not 100% sure what'll happen. Like, if it gets its attention on you, all right, you're fast enough, that's great. But once Garden starts moving, he's making noise. Yeah. <laughs> Your tin can friend is going to be a, uh, uh, like a <laughs> you know, rattle just running around. So uh, you're not... Uh, I'll just tell you that. That's, that's what I can tell you. <sighs> While Aegon thinks, Garden, is there anything you'd like to do? Mm. Uh, I'll. I guess I could start start heading towards the direction to the escape route. It was the opposite direction. Well, where's the escape route? Uh, is it behind you in the woods? Are you just trying to backpedal further away, or are you talking well, about like the farm? Well, I've got I, I've got time before you actually get there and grab her. So. Uh, I'll wait this turn out and just to keep an eye on them. It, is that? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the move is, but so. Uh, so, Aegon, what are you doing? Uh, Garden is currently waiting. Uh, he's not sure what to do. Oh, jeez. That's a wonderful question. I I'm just gonna do the warhorse route and do my best. Sure thing. Uh, so, uh, transforming into a uh, warhorse, that's a bonus action for you, right? Yeah. You turn into a warhorse. What would you like to do? Uh, start heading between Elianod and the creature. Absolutely. Elianod, you get to the back of the house, and just as you're about to start uh, heading around the house, you see... A warhorse that you can safely assume is Aegon, galloping out of the woods, no garden on his back, uh, and is heading straight to the wards of the barn. <clears throat> what would you like to do? Uh, can I, like, move and see, like, what he's going towards? Yeah, absolutely. Make me a perception check. 15. With the 15, you creep to the side of the house. You peek around to see what the horse is doing. And you see the horse is galloping straight towards the horrible slime monster. Yeah. It's out in the sun. And, uh, I mean, the sun isn't too bright in this area. As I stated before, there's like a weird kind of haze that hangs over everything in this valley. Uh, but regardless, uh, it's moving around in the daytime and uh it seems like it's out and about what would you like to do uh 
I, I, I have no idea. Um, can I, uh, like, I guess, keep moving towards the road? Continue stealthing? I, yeah, I guess. Can I use uh, Tides of Chaos so that I get advantage on my roll? You absolutely can. Uh, you have advantage on your stealth check. Okay. Roll twice and take the best result. So that's an unnatural 20. With an unnatural 20, you now start creeping uh, around the side of the house, uh, opposite of where the warhorse is running. I uh, Garden. You see your horsey friend run towards the slime. You see Elianod peek around the corner, see what the hell is out there, and then immediately dart around the other side of the house and is being much more quiet than she was before. Uh, Garden, what would you like to do? I really want to try to see if I can make my way to, uh, to, uh, Elianad, but I'm afraid to move because I, you know, I'm the quietest person of the bunch, you know? Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, you're at a bit of a distance. She has a head start on you. Uh, but depending on where that creature is, if you fail a stealth check, it could potentially imperil her because, you know, if you're like, you know, 60 feet back behind the house from her and step on a branch or something and then it heads around her side of the house to get to you, yeah, that could potentially be bad. That's that's true. Uh, however, standing here waiting will just mean that your friends leave you behind and that you are stuck at this creepy farmhouse. Uh, so you gotta do something. What would you like to do? Yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and move and make my way to the to the other side of the uh the house sure the like the back of the house where like uh yeah uh, and first stopped are you trying to be yeah. stealthy or just running i'll try to be stealthy give it a shot roll stealth don't forget you have disadvantage so take the worst result uh from 2d20 rolls <sighs> uh what'd you get <sighs> 15. Wow, with disadvantage? Yeah, 15 and 17 were my two rolls. Oh my gosh. Hot damn! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I, uh, I thought you were going to critically fail. That's a shame. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Garden, you, don't have any, you don't have any dexterity? Plus or minus? Or is it just zero? Uh, Garden, what's your uh, dex mod? I think it might be zero. Yeah, it's zero. Zero. Thought so. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, you creep to the back of the house, and whether divine fortune or or hidden talent, you're not sure, but you have made your way to the back of the house, and you don't think you were very loud. Certainly not louder huh. than the uh, warhorse galloping towards the slime monster. Uh, Mr. Aegon, uh, yeah. you are rushing towards the slime monster. It is a warhorse. Your speed is what? Uh, 
It's 60 feet. 60 feet, yeah. So running, you're like 120 feet. So you're like super yeah. close now. Uh, yeah. You can probably get to the thing. Uh, no, I guess it'd be another turn after this one. But <laughs> you're heading towards it, and you think that it has noticed you. It kind of wobbles okay. a bit. That was going to be my question if it had my if I had its attention. The horse rushing towards it. Yes, it, it certainly has its attention. <laughs> Good. Okay. What are you doing from here? All right. Um, so I want to come to a stop and then start running towards the back of the barn. Uh, kind of pull it away from the house. Okay. So you want to uh, try to uh, angle off and go behind the barn. Absolutely. You start rushing in that direction. Uh, okay. The slime creature... Uh, only notices you, or at least only goes in your direction, and starts rolling its way around the barn towards you. Now, it didn't get very far out of the barn, so as you're rushing towards the barn, uh, it takes you a lot longer to get back there than it will that slime monster. So the slime monster gets to, like, the side of the barn... Uh, as it's kind of trying to intercept you. Uh, okay. Elena, you hear the galloping of hooves in the distance, and uh, it's your turn. Okay, I'm just going to continue trying to uh, make it towards the road. Uh, I do have a question, though. Is it still fairly light outside, or is it starting to get darker? Uh, no, it's late afternoon, so it is uh, uh, still fairly bright. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna still continue towards the road. Stealth or running? Uh, I can't see the creature, can I? Like, I can't see it from where I'm at. You're at the side of the house right now. Uh, you cannot see it from where you're at right now, for sure. Okay, then you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, continue stealthing. By all means. And what'd you get? So 17. I, uh, with a 17, you continue creeping around to the side of the house. You're now uh, near the front of the house. Uh, you can't see it in front of the farmhouse. Uh, so it must have gone around the other side, maybe, or back into the barn. You're not sure. Uh, but that's your turn. Garden. <sighs> Nothing to do but, con uh, well, I'm going to. Uh, keep stealthing. Stealthing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you've got it. Go ahead and make another stealth check. Disadvantage. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, you'll be fine. Oh, okay, okay. Twelve. Not bad. <laughs> With twelve, you start creeping around the side of the house. Not quite as quiet as Elianod is, but you're you're not doing too bad. You feel pretty confident. Uh, Elianad, uh, maybe a perception check. That is an eight. Uh, you do not notice Garden. I don't know that, when that would ever happen, but yes, you, he is stealthier than your perception check. Uh, uh, got it's your turn. All right, so how far away is it from me currently? Uh, let's see. You're rushing towards the barn, uh, the back of the barn. It is currently trying to intercept. Uh, I'd say it's probably like 60 feet away from you right now. Okay. Um, then I want to do full movement horizontally. 
with it? Uh, horizontal in like what direction? Uh, so it's heading towards the. It's on the side of the barn currently, right? Uh, it's at the side of the barn. Yep. Now is the is the back of the barn that's south? I'm assuming. I uh, let's see. What would it be? I uh, if you guys were uh, looking at a compass, uh, the south side of the barn would be the uh, front of the barn. Okay. Uh, the north so side I'm, would be the. So I'm uh, heading. I'm heading straight north at full speed. Okay. So you take a quick, sharp turn and start bolting uh, through the dusty, you know, dried land, uh, uh, you know, to the north, essentially. Yeah. Uh, The slime monster rolls pretty well for uh, perception. Uh, Aegon, roll me uh, uh, a d20 with disadvantage because you're making the most noise and you're the closest. Uh, it does not notice Elianon. However, it did get better than uh, Garden. So Garden, just roll me one d20. Dang it. Let me know what you guys get. I got a four. I got a, I got a four, too. Oh, uh, it's going to be a roll-off. Uh, roll two dice once again there, uh, uh, Aegon, and roll one dice there, Garden, and let's see uh, uh, what happens. I got a three. How did you get a three? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what'd you get there, Gar- uh, Aegon? Seven. Whoa, good lord. Why do you got to roll so good? So, as Aegon is drawing the thing away, the slime monster rolls and stops. And Aegon, you, as you're taking off at full speed, notice that the, the slime monster starts rolling back towards the farm. Oh. Elianon, it's your turn. <clears throat> How far am I away from the road? Uh, I believe, uh, what did I say? It was like uh, a few hundred feet to the from the farmhouse to the road. So I think it's like, uh, uh, I think it's like uh, 300 feet to the road. Oh, Bit of a distance. Still? Uh, yeah, it's a large farm. And so it was like 300 feet, I think, to the back of the house, go through the house and like another 300 feet. That oh, might actually... I thought it was 300 feet the entire length. Oh no, no, it's uh, it's yeah, it was it was a lot of land that's now worthless. This is fun. Yeah, you guys decided to come back here. Uh, Elena, oh. make me a perception check. Eight. With an eight, uh, as you peek around the the house you see that the slime monster is not chasing the horse anymore. The horse is taken off, and it is now moving back towards... Uh, it seems like it's moving towards the farmhouse, the slime is. What would you like to do? I guess I'm going to keep trying to go towards the road. Um, can I, can I use, uh, I don't even know. 
can I use Expedious Retreat to go faster towards the road? Yeah, absolutely. That's what that spell is for. <laughs> uh, Expedious Retreat is what a bonus. It allows you to use uh, uh, bonus actions as dash. Yes. So yeah, it wouldn't make you go faster than just running, but it would give you standard actions to do what you wanted with. That's the advantage of Expedious Retreat. Okay, so it wouldn't let me go faster than, like, running, though? Not necessarily faster than running. It just lets you do more while you're running. Okay, but if I'm just running, then it doesn't really do anything for me. Then it's me. a waste of a spell, then. Okay, so then I guess I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to start running towards the road, I guess. Absolutely. You start running towards the road. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. You see Ellie and I peek around the side of the house and then bolt towards the road. Uh, you're still a little further back. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, well, uh... So I don't see the... I, I can't see the, uh... You got a house beside you. You don't see anything. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be out. I'll, I'll follow suit and ask questions later. I mean, how? Um, like, I do. I, I have to. I'll have to go around the uh, around the corner of the house, or I have to go around the house in order to get to the road too. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. You'd have to pass by the front of the house. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take off running. You take off running. I uh, uh, make me a perception check there, uh, Garden. Fifteen. With a 15, you get to the uh, uh, front of the house, and you see Elianad is taking off. You know, she's maybe like 60 feet ahead of you. Uh, however, you see the slime monster uh, is kind of out in the open, and uh, it seems to be heading in this direction anyway. Aegon, it's your turn. Uh, you see that your friends have bolted out from beh uh, behind the house and are running to the, ro uh, to the road. The slime monster is rolling in their direction. Uh, the direction of the house is last you saw I was moving. What would you like to do? Uh, so what speed is the monster moving at? Uh, the, 60 like last time? Yeah, so if it's just regular moving, it's 30 <clears> feet. <throat> but if it's kind of rolling as quick as it can and not attacking, it's 60 feet. Okay. So there's uh, distance between I, them. Would I be able to get to garden before the monster from where I'm at? Uh, yeah, so long as Garden is going to keep perpetually moving, he'll keep distance between the two of them. Uh, okay. And so you move, uh, what, 120 feet when you're dashing? Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll get there in a couple of turns. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. Uh, everybody is now dropped stealth. Uh, everybody roll me a d20. Nineteen. Eleven. Six. Of it, course. It... <laughs> <laughs> Your friend, the, uh, uh, you know, I, I, just, you know, symbol uh, guy, guy who's just, like, got symbols all over his body, uh, is running towards the road, and the slime is making an immediate dash towards uh, him. Uh, well, let's see, actually. Uh, yes, it is currently just moving in a straight line towards Garden. Uh, 
Back over to Elianad. Are you just continuing to run? <laughs> yep. You run. Uh, back over to Garden. Uh, Garden, it seems to be heading in your direction. Uh, what would you like to do? Just keep running? I want to keep running, yeah. I don't know. Just asking. You could have, I don't know. Maybe you want to stop and catch your breath. I don't know. I don't judge. <laughs> uh, it continues to run. Uh, Aegon, uh, at the end of your next turn, if you continue to run, you'll be right by Garden. Uh, what would you let you do? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to head right to Garden. You've passed by the slime monster, uh, and how, uh, uh, how much of a distance is between Garden and the monster? Uh, let's see. He was over by the barn. Uh, I would say that there is probably about uh, 100, uh, 120 feet between them currently. Okay. Well, oh my god! Uh, a little bit less than that because the he's running towards the road, and the slime monster is angling towards him. Uh, so you know eventually at this rate he would get a little closer so he's probably about a I don't know, 100 feet away or something like that okay that's fine yeah so I, I make my way to garden uh garden uh good old Aegon the uh what color of horse are you uh yellow the blonde stallion uh has, has rushed up to your side uh the slime monster uh Elianad, uh, roll me a d20 with advantage. Let me know what you get. 19. Wonderful. Yes, it is going after uh, Garden and Aegon. Uh, and you keep running, uh, I imagine. Uh, uh, that is correct. I, I kind of yes. figured as much. You're, uh, 12, 18. You're uh, uh, getting to the road pretty soon. Uh, Garden and Aegon. What is the game plan here? I assume that uh, Aegon is stopping and not just, like, kicking him in the face and leaving him to die? <laughs> I, I, so. I did stop uh, at Garden. To kick him in the face and leave him to die? I mean, as tempting as that sounds. Uh... <laughs> just asking. Uh, your horse friend skids to a stop. Are you going to jump on top? Uh, yeah. You mount that friend. Uh, you are now... Uh, heavy as hell uh you're a warhorse though you can handle it but like man garden's heavy as fuck uh what do you want to do there uh Aegon? you're now kind of in control all right so i think damn this bastard drank too many blueberry wines he's got <laughs> got a fat ass now uh so i'm What's gonna keep running towards the road uh you start rushing towards the road at uh considerable pace uh you are now outpacing, essentially, Elianod. You're, like, neck and neck right now. <laughs> and soon enough, you're going to win the race as a horse. Uh, the slime monster... Let's see, actually. Uh, the slime monster is continuing towards you guys. Are you guys going to uh, just essentially keep rushing forward along the road? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have is been... there? I mean, oh. is, there, is there a path? That's kind of like we're, you know, last time there were bushes in the way and stuff. Is there any direction we can head that'll slow the monster down? Uh, yeah, if you, uh, well, here's the thing. If you rush, if you get to the road and just run along the road, you'll certainly get to town way faster. If you want to start going through the woods, uh, you definitely can, and it'll likely slow the slime monster down, uh, 
but you know at the same time then you're darting through the woods and slowing yourselves down right so i guess that's not really worth it but then wait are we dragging this thing into the town <laughs> mm. <laughs> i don't like the look on your face <laughs> Uh, I mean, I just want to know, are you guys going to make a direct path to the town, or are you going to try to lose it in the woods? I I think we should try and lose it. That's just what I think. All right, so, so what, Garden yells we should lose it in the woods? Yeah. Uh, that's what Garden so there- yells. Are there, there are woods by this, like, road, though, right? It's like, we don't have to start running back the other way or anything. Oh, God, that would be hilarious. No, there are woods on the other <laughs> side of the, uh, the road. Uh, a lot of it is dead trees that are just, like, you know, emaciatedly, de- you know, decayed and, you know, uh, 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 essentially desiccated. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. All right, so I listen to the garden and I start heading towards the woods. A giant ball of slime goes flying through the air and misses the horse and the knight. And it splatters on the ground with a bit of a hiss and the tendrils of slime melting away and clawing out, uh, somehow becoming firm and hard as it does so. And as you guys dart into the woods to lose the thing, uh, it continues to lob slime balls at you and you guys eventually... Distant, out distance it. Okay. Maybe an hour or so passes and you guys pop back onto the road and nothing seems to be following you and you guys can get back to town. Alright. I turn back into my human form or half horse. Is it is it dark right now or is it like still light out? Uh, the sun is starting to set. It is certainly twilight. We ran for a long time. How many hours did we run? <laughs> uh, quite a while. You guys wanted to lose it in the woods, and so you darted into the woods and then found your way back to the road after getting out of the woods. So if it's starting to get dark, I'm going to cast light because that thing said that it's going to take one unlucky thing for us, and the light's going to be out, and it's going to get us. So I'm going to cast light. With light still in the uh, air? You cast the light spell in your hand, and it's now bright illumination all around you, and you feel a lot more comfortable. Okay. Yes. So we head to town. You guys get to town, and uh, the shops are still open. Uh, uh, it seems like, you know, uh, every, everything's fine. It's, you know, it's normal, quiet, sleepy uh, self. All right. Um, you guys want to meet with Arnold Payne now or meet him in the morning? Seems like the shops are open. Uh, 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 Red Forge's shop is open as well. Mithril Menders. Uh, so if you guys wanted to pick up that... Uh, uh, or is the armor <laughs> to be picked up? Oh, no, it'd be today, wouldn't it? It'd be ready. It was mm-hmm. only one day. Yep. So we, we yeah. camped out over by the Chateau already. All right. Um, yeah, no, let's let's visit with Arnold Payne really quick. Yeah. Sure. The better. You guys... Uh, go over to Arnold Payne's store, and you see that there is a carriage uh, uh, beside the building. Uh, horses tied to like a post outside. And uh, you see what looks like the uh, uh, the carriage driver, Norris. Uh, looks like he's uh, 
back and uh, uh, talking to Arnold Payne. Uh, how, how you guys doing? You are walking in? Yes. The three of you walk in, and uh, Arnold has his usual kind of pleasant customer service you know, persona on. And uh, he says, oh, uh, great to see the three of you. Uh, this is uh, one of the uh, coach drivers who make deliveries to my store every so often. And the uh, carriage driver, who has a big, wide-rimmed, black and red hat on, uh, mostly black with like a red trim. Uh, he has a high collar that kind of goes up over his face to like block the wind so you can just sort of see his eyes. Uh, he's wearing like, you know, leather gloves. Uh, he walks up to the three of you and he goes, well, it's been a while since I've seen the three of you. Yeah, Norse, it's been a few days. Indeed it has. Uh, how has your time in the region been? Um, you know, we've seen some things and we're still here, still alive. Well, that's all that matters. As long as you can stay alive, you have a tomorrow, right? That's the, that's the plan. Good. And he smiles, uh, and, uh, Norris, uh, stands aside and, uh, Arnold Payne looks at the three of you and says, well, how was, uh, Mr. McGregor? Um... Would you would we be able to talk to you in private? Um, well, sure, uh, of course. Uh, Should we come back another time? I know Norris is here. Uh, no, that's fine. And Norris says, "Well, I uh, was planning on leaving anyway." Um, I yell at Norris and say, "Do you mind waiting for us? I have a few questions." And he says, well, if it's for uh, just a few minutes, sure. He says, I'll be okay. readying things in my carriage. All right. Norris goes to the carriage. And Arnold looks a little nervous. Uh, he rolls insight and can't quite figure you guys out. He doesn't <laughs> know if it's bad news or you know what. And uh, Arnold says, uh, what is it? Uh, we've come bearing bad news about... Pierce McGregor. I says, well, what happened? Um, so we arrived at his home and everything was destroyed. He was barely hanging on to his life when we got there. Well, that's a shame. And I hand him the back the bag of goodies that he handed us to deliver to him. He says, well, uh, I appreciate you bringing this to me. I, uh, can't imagine the townspeople will really care too much, but uh, maybe I'll try to let someone know. Um, he said a lot of strange things. Well, it's strange. And um, he he talked about how the land is full of sin, and the eyes remain open. Um, and 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 everything in the in in that land was dying. And I I pull out the jar of I think it was eggplant, and I show it to him. He says, "Oh, well, uh, 
I mean, the, the townspeople have all fled that region. They don't even talk about it. Uh, I don't really know a lot about what happened. Just rumors of a meteor landing uh, around that farm. Uh, whatever it was called, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I that's deeply concerning. It seems like that's maybe linked to the weird things happening in the region. Uh, what else is out that way that you found? Did you investigate the that mansion that the townspeople are afraid of? We haven't made it there yet. Uh, the thing is, you haven't been around the region. You told us before that you really haven't explored around too much no. in the south. Uh, it's it's just really bad. Uh, he, you know, Pierce McGregor told us you can't get away. You know, some things, you know, something's there, but you can't run away from it. Any idea what you think he might be running away from? Well, no. Pierce McGregor lived it there all of his life. I mean, even as the rest of the townspeople move to areas further away to get away from that accursed region. Pierce McGregor never left. So we think that the meteor landed at the Swift Vine farm. And there is a creature that's roaming the area there. Something we've never seen before. And it's like burning everything in sight. Everything it touches, it dissolves. Oh. Uh, roll insight, the three of you. Two. I got a 19. Six. With a two and a six, uh, he certainly has an unpleasant expression on his face. Uh, Elliot, you feel like he's pretty afraid. Uh, this seems like it's out of his depth. He he wanted, you know, strange things to be investigated, and you almost feel like he's getting more than he bargained for. Uh, he kind of uh, looks a, a little scared, and he says... Well, I mean, if if you can, I'd like you to continue the investigation. I mean, if it's something that you think that can be destroyed or or something, I mean, all the better. Okay. Um. So obviously, <laughs> this is something beyond what you were thinking it was. I'm sure beyond what we were thinking it was. Um, do you want us to keep updating you on this thing? Or is this something that <laughs> the less knowledge you have of the better? Ooh, that's a good question. He says, uh, no, I, I, I brought you into this. I, I should be involved in some capacity. Uh, you don't have to feel like you owe me explanations. I mean, so long as these strange events are dealt with in some capacity to protect the town, uh, that's the most important thing, but but yes, feel free to fill me in when you can. Okay. Well, one other thing. Uh, when we were here before, Garden showed you a picture of eyes. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, that was rather odd. Uh, I, had, I think I assumed it was graffiti, right? Yes, you did. Well, that's something we actually kind of ran into quite extensively. And the only reason I bring it up is because Pierce McGregor said 
a whole bunch of stuff about eyes, eyes, but they could burn cold. So I'm just wondering if there's something you know about eyes that maybe you're not letting us know. Uh, he attempts a knowledge check and has no idea. He rolled okay. a two. Uh, yeah, he does not know what that could entail. Uh, he, he shrugs and he says, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it does seem like the woodland creatures in the southern areas, those that I catch glimpses of, it does seem like their eyes are rather strange. So I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if eyes were somehow involved, but to what capacity, mm. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to ask again, what level of information is it that you want? You seem pretty scared or deterred from really wanting to hear this. So what level of information do you want from us? No, I, I, it wouldn't be fair of me to, to be so ignorant of such matters. When you come back to vil the village, when you've done your researching, by all means, fill me in. I, I'd like to know. Uh, you know, whatever you think I should know, go ahead and tell me. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think we plan to head back south and check out the chateau tomorrow in the morning. So we'll, uh, when we come back, we'll let you know what happened. He nods. He says, be careful. Uh, that seems rather alarming. Uh, I don't fully grasp what it is that is being dealt with. But, uh, and he just kind of shrugs. He says, but I wish you well. Thank you. Thank you. Garden, any uh, thing you want to add or no? No? There's, uh, just, uh, I, I can't help but think about, um, about, uh, Mr. Um, McGregor, but, um, is there, there's no one else that, um, he left behind any children, any, uh, spouse or anyone that we could possibly, uh, speak with and maybe deliver the news. I mean, the spouse is dead. I checked the ashes. They weren't, there was no pulse on the ashes. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he says, he goes, uh, if he had a kid, I never knew them. Uh, I don't think he ever had a child. I don't even know if he had a wife. He certainly didn't speak of one. Oh, he spoke of one. She's dead now. He says, well, that is concerning. He says, yes, he uh, never brought her up over the years. Oh, can I roll insight on that? Yes, you can. That's a nine. He is telling the truth. Uh, uh, Pierce McGregor never brought up his wife to Arnold Payne. Okay. I'm sorry, but all right. All right, uh, I say... Um, we'll we'll keep in touch, and I leave. And you guys walk outside. When we get outside, I want to tell that I want to like let them know that that kind of gives us an idea. If he never brought up his wife, how long mm -hmm. was she locked in that bedroom? Exactly. Maybe sometimes. Because Arnold's been there. He got there after the the meteor, essentially, right? Like after the thing happened. So how long has she been locked up in that bedroom? How long did she live as essentially a 
walking, you know, deteriorating thing. Yeah. As the three of you are discussing this outside of uh, uh, Payne's shop, a voice calls out. And you hear the stagecoach driver, Norris, say, uh, Meteor, you say? Sounds like you're dealing with a piece of the great outside. And you look up and see Norris on the stagecoach, ready to roll, kind of smiling wryly down at you guys, and sort of has a knowing smirk on his face. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.